Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It was opening night at State Farm Arena and the Knicks spoiled the party. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight we had the season opener at State Farm Arena. And uh, yeah. <laughs> you already know. Hawks fall short to the Knicks, 126-120. to 120. Um, A game that really came down to just kind of making a few plays um, toward the end of the game in the fourth quarter. But Hawks just never got over that hump, man. We're going to talk about uh, what we saw tonight at the game. We're going to talk about uh, some, you know, what the guys said after the game. We're just going to break down the game, go over our notes, and... Uh, Look, man, it's 82 games. It's 82 games. I know there's going to come a point where I have to stop saying (laughs) there's a whole bunch of basketball left. But for right now, there's a whole lot of basketball left. I know it doesn't feel good being 0-2. And I know you may have a nasty taste in your mouth, but we're going to get through this together. Uh, I'm going to give you some reasons for optimism. And I'm going to give you a few reality checks. So we're going to try to stay in the middle tonight. All right. We're going to try to stay in the middle and just kind of see for things, see things for what they are, right? Um, again, this is the Hawksbeat Podcast. You're listening to um, Ida. I'm your host, man. So welcome, welcome, welcome into the show. If you are new to the podcast, welcome in. This is uh, a place where we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. And uh, to all the regs, all the regulars, what's up to y'all as well? So um before we get started, as always, we invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. Um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we greatly appreciate that, man. Greatly appreciate it. All right. Um, let's just jump into it, man. Let's just jump into it. Hawks fall 126 to 120. Um, let's start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. So um, both teams had pretty clean injury reports. You know, the Hawks, of course, they're going to be without Wesley Matthews for a while. Um, 
I don't think that that is like a big glaring omission. <laughs> like, you know, hey, Clint's going to run that nine man and that's what it is. You know, he ran a nine man tonight and actually it was almost like an eight man because A.J. Griffin only played eight minutes tonight. You know, um, hey, it just is what it is. Some nights is just going to be like that. But um, Hawks went out there with their traditional starting five, Trey, DeJounte, DeAndre and Sadiq Bay. Um, the Knicks countered with um, their starting five. And I tell you what, man, I said uh, before the season that the Hawks are going to be better than the Knicks. You know what? I'm going to stand on that, bro. Like, I'm going to stand on that. The Hawks are going to be better than the Knicks this year. And that's not because I dislike the Knicks. And I dislike Knicks fans who make pulling for the Knicks so inseparable. Like, Knicks fans are just miserable people they're never happy like the like they're just they're just miserable people and i really want the hawks to win tonight and they did but anyway i digress knicks look good tonight i'm not i'm not, I'm not even gonna cap on them like they look good tonight uh jalen brunson quentin grimes the backcourt they're who went with the front line rj barrett julius randall and mitch robinson I will say this, and I'll just give a few general takeaways before we get into like the nuts and the bolts. As far as the Knicks are concerned, I thought they looked really good. Like they knew how to move that ball. Like you can tell Tiz be making them dudes practice for like three and four hours. <laughs> you can tell he be making them dudes practice, man, because uh, their ball movement at times was just spectacular. Um, even Julius Randle, man, who can be at times very um, out of control and just, you know, he can just be all over the place. He seemed very much uh, part of the offense. And, shoot, Jalen Brunson, what can you say? Like, Jalen Brunson was the best player on the court tonight. Like, he was the best player on the court tonight. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into uh, some of my takeaways but that's kind of how the game started. And before the game started, I gave my keys to the game. So, again, if you're on X or um, X formerly known as Twitter, uh, if you're on that, make sure you're following us. We usually live tweet the games during the games. But uh, I'm going to go back and see if I can find my keys to the game. And then we'll that'll be the first. That's how that's, that's going to be how we're going to start tonight. We're going to start with the keys to the game and see how the Hawks did with those in those three areas, those three areas. So um, scroll back, scroll back. All right, here we go. Hawks keys to the game tonight. And here are the things that I listed. All right. Energy. I said, don't get out hustled. Um, I don't think they got out hustled. I did think they got out physicaled. All right, like if that's a word, physical. <laughs> I think that the Knicks were just kind of physical with them, and I don't think that the Hawks ever really matched their intensity from a physicality standpoint, and which is to be expected because the Hawks are not a physical team. They've never been a physical team. And so I thought that the Knicks came and they banged at times where they wanted to bang, and, and the Hawks didn't really have an answer for that. So um, I'm not going to check off that. Um, number two, I said, don't just take more threes, but take better threes. If you are looking for a silver lining, 
I think that the Hawks did shoot better threes this week. I mean, this game than they did in Charlotte. They shot. How many threes they put up tonight? They put up 32 threes. And after the game, Quinn was like, I still don't think we I still think we passed up some threes. You know, you still want to shoot more threes. And they shot 37 percent, which isn't too terribly bad. They were 12 of 32. Um, Quinn did say again. Uh, he feels like they passed up some threes, and I kind of think that they did. And I think that the threes that they take that they took were in pretty uh, a pretty good fashion. I thought they're rhythmic threes; they're in rhythm, and I didn't I didn't see a lot of bad threes. I didn't see a lot of bad threes. I saw one bad three, but DeAndre Hunter actually made it when he took it. <laughs> I was like, I think he did like a step back. I was like, oh, I don't like that. And then he ends up making it. So, <laughs> yeah, just that is what it is, right? Um, 37% from three. I thought their three-point shots were better, and, and they were more than Charlotte. However, uh, the thing about three-pointers is this. The other team going to shoot them, too, <laughs> right? The other team is going to shoot them, too. And so, listen, if you're going to take all them threes, you damn sure better be making a, a, a bigger amount than your opponent. Right, and that's just simple economics. That's just simple numbers. The Knicks took 44 threes and hit 20 of them. Right, so they shot 45 percent from three. So um, there's that. Right? You know what I'm saying? So you take that stat and you take that kind of uh, key to the game for what it is. Right? You know, they, did they shoot better threes? Yeah, and I like the threes that they shot, but you didn't shoot enough of them, and you didn't make enough of the ones that you took. And you didn't make more than the other team. So, <clears throat> I don't know if I can give you a check for that one either. <laughs> Last but not least, I said your best player has to be better than their best player. And, uh, yeah, that didn't that didn't, uh, that didn't didn't go through tonight either. Um, again, um, Jalen Brunson was the best player on the court tonight for the Hawks. And uh, there's again, I said before last game, you there's too many nights when Trey is not the best player on the floor. Too many nights. And again, it's still early, still early, still plenty of time to turn this thing around. But tonight uh, and, and Trey had a game of 18 points, 12 assists. And by no means was he bad. By no means was he bad. He didn't shoot the ball extremely well for 16. But the best player on the on the court, unequivocally, unequivocally, was Jalen Brunson. Like, it was Jalen Brunson, and it wasn't even close. Like, the way he just controlled that team, the way he controlled and navigated, um, it, was, it, was, it was better than number 11 for the Hawks, and that's unfortunate. You know, there was a moment that I saw Jalen Brunson uh, during a timeout. He wasn't even in the game, and coach was in uh, – Thibodeau was talking to the five guys on the bench, and he's right standing right there beside Thibodeau, barking like "Yo!" Like barking, at, and I don't know if these were uh, words of encouragement or like "Hey, get yourself together." It was just leadership, like leadership through in and throughout. And so, you know, as much as I wanted the Knicks to lose, I got to tip my cap to Jalen Brunson, man. Like that's just kind of what it is. Um. <clears throat> As far as the game is concerned, um, DeAndre, DeAndre, I almost said DeAngelo Hall, <laughs> DeAndre Hunter had himself a game tonight, man. Um, 8 of 13, 
three of seven from three, 27 points, six rebounds, and uh, it was almost to the point if the Hawks would have won, I probably would have titled this podcast the DeAndre Hunter game. So um, I thought Dre looked really good tonight. He even though even despite getting into some early foul trouble. Um, I, I just liked what I saw from both ends of the floor from Dre. He um, played some good defense on Brunson in like the second and third, in the third and the fourth quarters. And uh, I would say Dre was probably the best player for the Hawks tonight. And uh, that's unfortunate. <clears throat> well, it's not really unfortunate. Let me let me let me not say that. It's not unfortunate because that's that's the skill. That's what he can do. You know. So if Trey and Dejounte aren't um, you know, if they're not special, then you got a guy like Dre that can give you 27. And that's a good thing. Like, that's a good thing, right? And so I'm going to just kind of stand on that. I think that that is a good thing. And big ups for, for, for uh, to Dre for, um, you know, driving that 27 tonight, right? I, um, I arrived at the game kind of late um, because my son was testing for his Taekwondo. But um, the majority of my notes start like in the second quarter. First quarter, I thought that um, Knicks just came out. They just shot the ball really well. You know, they shot the ball really well. And it was like, yo, these dudes are shooting 52% from the field, 50% from three. Like, you're not going, you're not going, you're not going to lose shooting like that, you know? So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. The Hawks were still close after the first quarter, but the second quarter is um, it, it just seemed that whenever the Hawks got close, like whenever you thought they were going to make a run, like it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Um, the bench unit with Bogey, Jalen, and Onyeka I thought was pretty decent. I thought they kind of gave them a little lift. Um, Bogey comes in in that second quarter. You know, he makes a couple shots, makes a couple threes. He, he He's your leading scorer for the quarter. But um, – it just wasn't enough. It was like never enough. And um, <clears throat> there was just a lot of missed opportunities between that first and second. And actually even the third quarter when we could talk about that. And um, there was a question asked to Trey after the game about like, you know, when the game got close and, you know, there was that, you know, it was two points and you threw that oop to Clint. He missed it. Like, how does that make you feel? Because, you know, you guys were kind of close. And he was just like, yo, like we had a lot of missed opportunities in that, you know, in the first three quarters, you know. Like we never should have been in that situation. I wholeheartedly agree with him. Like never should have been in that situation. One thing that I wanted to bring up <clears throat> And one thing that I really did not like, the last possession of the second quarter. Very ugly. Very ugly. Um, the Hawks are down by, um, how much are they down by? Let me pull up my little stat sheet because I don't want to, I don't want to misquote anything, right? Hawks were down by six, right? Hawks had the ball. Trey comes down and he doesn't, I mean, he, he just dribbles out. I, I guess he kind of wanted to get the last shot, but he didn't get the last shot. Dribble, 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 takes a bad shot. But then after he takes the bad shot, doesn't get back on defense. Doesn't get back on defense. RJ Barrett gets an easy two. Like you might as well just handed them two points. So now instead of going in the half, but down by six, you go in down by eight.
and they got the momentum. They're feeling good about themselves. They got a defensive stop. And, uh, yeah. So, <sighs> that's what it is, man. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Halftime, you're down by eight. <clears throat> Hunter's kind of cooking with 16 points. Bogey's giving you some juice off the bench with 11. Trey is one for nine. DeJounte's three of six, you know. And I will say this. It's not always about stats to me. You know, Trey did have seven assists, and again, I don't think that he was playing necessarily terrible. You know, he he was getting the guys involved, and I thought that he was playing decent, but it's just too many nights where you just don't look like a star, right? You just too many nights like that, you know, and that's the biggest problem I have with him, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he's getting paid handsomely, you know, he's getting paid handsomely to be the man, like, yo, you got to be the man, you can't. One night it, 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 it's um, Rozier cooking. The next night is Jalen Brunson. Like it's, it's time for you to cook, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it don't get no easier because you got Dame and and, and Giannis coming up. But halftime of the game, down by eight, which isn't the biggest like lead. That is just unlike you know like it's not it's not over. You know what I mean? Third quarter. <clears throat> I thought the Hawks played much better. I just thought they didn't get no stops. Like, there was just times where you're just like, yo, bro, like, you need a stop, you know. I thought that they came out, had some good energy. <laughs> I even wrote this in my notes. Uh, early in the third quarter, I wrote good energy after the half. Lead cut to six. Then, <laughs> if you keep on reading my notes, it's like, okay, here we go. Lead cut to three. Trade to the line to two. Lead cut to one, right? Um, and then it was just like every time they got close and it was just like the Knicks were just, they were just surgical offensively. You know, they were, they were very composed. They was moving that ball. And listen, I'm going to tell you what, good ball movement will trump good defense every day of the week. Like it just will, especially if you have guys that can shoot kind of decent and that's what they have. Like they have guys that can knock down shots. So, um, yeah, I, I said the Knicks ball movement at times has looked elite. I said the first time they, this team has any energy in the building was in the third quarter. And the, guess what? It wasn't the starters. It was that unit of Trey, A.J., Bogey, um, Jalen Johnson, and Big O. They gave him a little bit of energy. And um, it just it just wasn't enough. Like Every time you think they're going to get over the hump, they didn't get over the hump. You know, and at one point I, I was just like, yo, I just think that like right now, New York just might be the better team. Like, I just think that they might be the better team right now because it was just like everything the Hawks was doing just wasn't enough. You know, um, 
fourth quarter comes around and, and fourth quarter was scrappy. Like fourth quarter, I, I legit thought for the first time, like, okay, like they might actually have a chance to win this ball game, right? So they go into the fourth, they're down by eight. They start the fourth off, you get a turnover. And I was like, okay, like you just, this might be one of those wins where you just kind of, kind of scrap it out, you know? Um, and, and I said this earlier in my notes, I said, if the Hawks are going to win, they're going to have to win the turnover battle, you know? <laughs> and it's kind of crazy because like at the end of the night, like they actually did win the turnover battle 14 to 16. And I think that is the main reason why they were still in this game. But, um, you still need to do some other things other than, you know, when the turnover battle, you still got to get some decent stops. You still got to make some shots. They missed some bunnies toward the end and, um, they just can't get over that hump, you know, a big play down the stretch. Um, Trey was penetrating, going to the hoop. He throws an alley-oop, and, and the ball gets tipped by Mitchell Robinson just ever so slightly. Uh, I, I believe that that little small nick, if you watch the play, like if you watch the play, you can see Mitchell Robinson touch the ball like a little bit, and I think that kind of was just enough to knock off the timing uh, between the catch and the dunk. And um, it just, that was kind of like what did it in. Like after they missed that, like folks was headed for the stance. But um, they still had another moment. Trey comes back that Trey comes back down. He misses a layup. And then it was kind of just academic after that. But um, folks are kind of going in on, tw- on Clint because, you know, he missed some, he missed two big bunnies in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, folks want accountability. So I guess that's just kind of what it is. Right. But um, I think in the totality of things, I think Clint played pretty well tonight, you know, Um, outside of him missing those bunnies. Like that was like that was killer. yo. Like that was killer. And like, yo, bro, like you can't do that. Like you got to get those, bro. You got to get those. And so. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lay this loss at Clint's feet, you know, cause at the end of the day, he, you know, he had a double double and I thought that he was a value tonight, you know, 13 points, 13 boards, but, uh, you got to make those bunnies, bro. Like you, you, the room, the margin for error is not that big with this team. So, um, yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I thought just kind of in a vacuum, I thought that again, I, we talked about Deandre Hunter. We talked about Clint Capella going 13 to 13. Um, the guards tonight, um, did a lot was made about how they didn't shoot well the night before DeJounte Murray was eight of 17 tonight, 18 points. He was oh for three, uh, in three pointers. Trey was four of 16. Uh, and he was two of five tonight from three pointers. So they both finished with eighteen, which is, um, I mean, you tell me, <laughs> you tell me. Like I don't want to seem like I'm just banging on these dudes. So I mean, you tell me how you how they played, right? What did you think of the backcourt tonight? Maybe I'll tweet that out and see what you guys think about how um, they played tonight. But. Um, I liked what I saw from Bogey. I like what I saw from Jalen Johnson tonight. 16 points, 11 points for Jalen Johnson. It would have been nice to see more of AJ tonight. He only played eight minutes. Um, Akangu, I didn't think he was very effective. Um, 
six points for uh, four fouls, two rebounds. Like Sadiq Bay, he was two of four tonight. I didn't think he was much of a factor tonight. It was kind of interesting to see Snyder go with Sadiq Bay when they were finishing out the game. I thought that was kind of interesting, but hey. I guess he had his reasonings. I kind of would have liked to have seen Jalen in that spot. And he said, you know, that that closing unit's going to be kind of fluid. So I thought it was going to kind of flow to Jalen tonight. But, uh, hey, Jalen played 29 minutes. Sadiq played 25. So, um, you know, it's not like the kid's not getting no burn anymore. But, yeah. Um, let's go to some fan feedback, man, before we get up out of here. Let me just read some of the fan feedback from tonight. Some of the things you guys said on the, uh, on X, <laughs> on X. Um, let's see, let's see. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Uh, my guy, DJ Yogi said, if they have to double Randall in the mid post, they are too little or Quinn doesn't understand the matchups. And so this is a response to a question I always ask at the end of each game. I asked, you know, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, just on the game, on the Hawks or whatever, right? And so uh, that was my guy, Yogi. <clears throat> my guy, uh, Hawks China, says a Broadway show in Atlanta. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Anywho, um, Anthony0722 says Clint can't finish our backcourt. Our backcourt starting slow again this year. You're absolutely right, man. Um, it's only two games, but, you know, the start is rather slow. And it has to be frustrating. It has to be frustrating when you're looking around the league and you're seeing everybody everybody balling. Like, everyone's balling like, except for your guys. And, and again, it's still early, but, like, it's still, like, you see Victor Vinyama. He's out there. Luca is, is is doing what he's doing, you know. Dame is dropping damn near forty in his debut, and it's just like yo, everybody's balling except your guys. So, um, I could understand it why you feel a certain way. Uh, my guy Jackson, <laughs> my guy Jackson from Hawks Talks uh, podcast, he sent me the meme of uh, your boy from the Green Mile that just said. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired, boss. And hey, man, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. If you're tired, I get it. If you're frustrated. But um, I will say this in closing. I will say this. And I'll just give some a, a few takeaways from tonight. Um, after the game, Clint, not Clint, um, Snyder, Trey, and DeAndre all spoke. And they all kind of spoke kind of to the same thing you know saying that look this is still a process this is still we're still learning different things here we're still you know like they all kind of said that to a man and it's just like yo like here's a thought what if the idea that like this might take some time like that that like what, what if what if that like is true you know i think a lot of people went into this season thinking that hey the 20 games you had last year and the offseason, that was your time to work out the kinks. But, like, it's not. <laughs> like, now is when you work out the kinks. You can't work out those kinks practicing against each other. You can't work out those kinks. Like, because you, you have an idea of what you want to do. You have an idea of it. But, you know, you still can't really prepare for that, right? Like, it's still not live bullets. So, 
I think that if you're looking for a silver lining, uh, you have to understand that this is a process. And look, if you're going to play your best basketball, maybe you play your best basketball a little bit later than sooner. Maybe that's going to work out for you. But um, I think it still is a process. I think the guys are headed in the right direction. But, um, yeah, man, you get you got to start getting some wins. Got to start getting some wins. So, uh, unfortunately, tonight they fall 126 to 120. Um, so that was kind of my main takeaway is that I think this is a process. Um, my second takeaway is just that (sighs) I made a statement tonight about DeJounte Murray. And I said that I like DeJounte more at the one than the two because he seems to play freer. He seems to play with more direction and I'm not really sold on him as like an off ball guy that's just gonna spot up and shoot threes and just score and go to the basket like that. Like I'm not really sold on him doing that. Like I'm just not. Uh and somebody saw my tweet and they were like, uh oh and I was like, yo, let me just before y'all come into my mentions and get disrespectful. I'm not saying that DeJounte is better at the one than Trey. I said I like him for him. I like him to be at the one more so than him to be at the two. I still think the point guard position is Trey Young's. It's just that I think DJ just plays better and he plays freer when he's running the show. That's kind of what that's kind of my take on it. Um my last to- takeaway is that, like, yo, y'all just got, like, out physical tonight. And I don't – it's not going to get no better. Like, what you going to do with Giannis? Like, you got to get physical with these dudes. You know what I mean? And I know traditionally Onyeka plays Giannis pretty well. Like, better than probably most, you know. But them dudes going to be physical. You got you got seven foot ten Brooke Lopez in there, you know. So, you're going to have to account for him. So, um, yeah, you got got a lot of work to do. They got a back-to-back on Sunday and Monday with um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and crew coming into town on that Monday. So, um, doesn't get any easier, man. Does not get any easier, but um, a tough night tonight for the Hawks. I I know they wanted to win. The, the, The building was beautiful tonight because it wasn't like... Usually when they play the Knicks, like the Knicks are usually out there. Like it's usually like almost like 60-40. But um, Hawks fans was out there tonight. They were loud. They wanted to cheer for their team and, uh, you know, salute for them to salute to them for coming out, you know. Um, yeah. So I think we're going to put a bow in this podcast. One more thing before we end. Salute to Harry the Hawk uh, who got voted mascot of the year. I don't know what process they used to figure that out. But uh, he won it, so salute to Harry. <laughs> Harry is one of the hardest working men in Atlanta, or hardest working birds in Atlanta. So I don't want to, you know, <laughs> let me get that right. But, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hawksbeat Podcast. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure you subscribe to the pod and uh, retweet, reshare, and we appreciate it as always. But like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace.
save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.